The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Andy Stanley and homosexuality once again, because Andy Stanley has sort of come clean about his affirmation of homosexuality. So we're going to be discussing this uh, follow up because he just had the unconditional conference at his church and he is now justifying his decision in what I would perceive as damage control because the publicity about his affirmation of homosexuality has gotten out there and it has caused people to leave his church. This is good. This is good. Now, many discernment bloggers cut their teeth on Andy Stanley. I am not necessarily an exception to that because Andy Stanley was influential in uh, a church that I once attended. And I saw that it was a bad influence then. Um, and this was after that it should have been known that he was gay affirming because again, he preached a gay affirming sermon in 2012. And now we have another gay affirming sermon. That's quite recent. In fact, it is from this past Sunday in which Andy Stanley's North point community church decided not to live stream their sermon. They didn't want to stream the sermon. They did not want this sermon getting out there, but guess what? Someone recorded it secretly, and we got the audio. Uh, hash, uh, hat tip to Protestia for getting the audio from one of their birdies, I suppose. Uh, and we're going to be going through the audio of Andy Stanley's latest teachings, which he says have not changed in the 28 years or however long that he said he's been teaching in ministry. So, Andy Stanley hasn't changed uh, you're just noticing is, I guess, the message, I, I suppose. But Andy Stanley does take aim at discernment bloggers for reporting on what he teaches. He claims that they're inaccurate reports. However, these clips will show just how accurate the reporting was at the time. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry 
You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That is linked in the description below. And there's benefits to membership. We also have a free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel if you are new. So we're going to roll with the first clip in which he talks about same-sex attraction not being a sin. Catch some of you up on some of the language I'm going to use for the next few minutes. This is very important. When a Christian middle school student or a Christian high school student comes out about same-sex attraction, they have rarely, rarely, rarely ever engaged in any same-sex behavior. And this is an important distinction because of the way terminology is thrown around and unfortunately the ways the Christians throw it around sometimes. To the contrary. The realization that they are even drawn in the direction of same-sex attraction is terrifying to a middle schooler and terrifying to a high school student. They don't embrace it. They resist it. They try to convince themselves that what they're feeling isn't real. They can try to convince themselves that perhaps this is just, just going to go away. If I don't think about it, if I don't tell anybody, maybe it's just going to go away. And most are overwhelmed with a sense of Something is wrong with me, even though I haven't done anything wrong. Something is deeply wrong with me, even though I haven't done anything wrong. And they find themselves in a battle, not against a behavior. They find themselves in a battle against a defining attraction that they did not choose, but somehow has chosen them. Now, Andy Stanley's not only affirming the identity of homosexuality, he's affirming the desires of homosexuality is not sinful. So this is errant teaching. I would actually call this heresy because you are affirming homosexuality because you are affirming homosexual sin. Just because you're not affirming everything that could be construed as homosexual, you are still affirming some of what is definitely homosexual. So Andy Stanley is at least admitting he's partially affirming of homosexuality in this clip because he's affirming homosexual desires, homosexual attraction is not sinful. Now, again, this is not a biblical teaching. Romans 1 teaches that, uh, holds men accountable for homosexual lust. They burned with lust for one another. It's the desire that's condemned. It's the attraction that's condemned. And obviously we see the greatest sermon ever, the Sermon on the Mount, in which Jesus clearly condemns sins of the heart. And then we have the Tenth Commandment on covetousness, and that is a sin of desire. That's not a sin of physical action like much of the other preceding commandments in the second table of the law. So, the Bible clearly teaches that sinful desires are sin. The desire to sin is a sin. Tempt temptation is external factors. Sinful desire, the desire of the flesh, is internal. It is part of original sin. Original sin, sins committed because of original sin, are sins. Having external temptation is not a sin. So, there's a distinction between Desire, sinful desire, and temptation. That is not what Andy Stanley is talking about here. He is clearly talking about sinful desire not being sin. Because he's partially affirming of homosexuality, 
full stop. Now, next we're going to get into, or next Anley Stanley gets into the unconditional conference. He wants to tell the story of this conference, how it came to be, the various progression of North Point Community Church on this issue, on this topic, and the resources that they've conjured. And he lies about the conference not being gay affirming. Now, that's a lie. We know that's a lie. We reported that that was a lie at the time when we talked about Andy Stanley going gay with Rick Warren's Saddleback Church, or I think the title was the other way around, that Saddleback Church was going gay with Andy Stanley. So we talked about this conference then, the Unconditional Conference. Uh, Saddleback Church has taken measures to scrub it from their website. And I think they took measures to scrub Saddleback Church from their website because people would be backing out or the heat was on them for this conference. It's called the Unconditional Conference. It happened last month. And Andy Stanley's lying about the contents of the conference. And then he just tells on himself here. Now, Protestia says they have evidence on the what went on in this conference. So I guess maybe they got some link or some spy on whatever went on in this conference. Good for them. But... Um, Andy Stanley tells on himself, here's the clip. We're hosting this. The presenters, these were presenters the McDonald's knew. This is so important. The presenters they chose were presenters that Greg and Lynn knew from their personal experience would be most helpful for these parents. And they should know because they are one of those parents. And this is why Justin and Brian were invited, the two married gay men at the center of all the controversy, and I'm sure that you've read all about that. And here's the thing about Brian and Justin. Their stories and their journeys of growing up in church and maintaining their faith in Christ and their commitment to follow Christ all through their high school and college and singles and all up to the time that they were married, their story is so powerful for parents of gay, especially kids, that it's a story gay parents of gay kids need to hear. It is virtually impossible, and you know this if you stop to think about it, it is virtually impossible for a straight heterosexual parent to understand what's going on in the heart and mind of their same-sex attracted child when oftentimes their own child can't or won't verbalize it. And these two guys have an incredible way of helping parents understand what's going on in the mind and the heart specifically of their gay kids. They do an incredible job helping Christian parents understand because they have been where those parents' children are. Now, the other thing that the critics didn't know, and I'm glad they didn't, but it's okay, they're going to now, um, both, both Brian and Justin had already spoken at our church on separate occasions at the quarterly gathering of Parent Connect. So we had already heard what they were going to say. We already knew how effective they were at um, connecting with parents of, of gay kids in particular. So this wasn't a surprise. This wasn't a guess. This, isn't, this wasn't a, hey, I, I hope this works out. These guys are so excited about what we are doing because they, like you, like me, like compassionate Christians, don't want another generation of LGBTQ plus kids to feel like, hey, who I think I am is incompatible with at least attempting to follow Jesus and it's incompatible with the church because there is a bridge and these guys are bridge builders. And again, they know that I don't line up with everything with them theologically or the way they interpret certain passages of scripture, but hey, 
The conference wasn't for me. The conference wasn't for most of you. I guarantee you the conference wasn't for any of the critics because the moment or the day that they discover one of their children or one of their grandchildren claims to be gay or transgender or questioning, they are going to scramble for people that can help them get inside the hearts and minds of their children. That's what good parents do. So it's pretty obvious that Andy Stanley's affirming a homosexual marriage here in this clip. He's clearly affirming their behavior. He's affirming their ministry and he's affirming their edification of his church and churches beyond his church. This is clear affirmation of homosexuality um, because they're not, they're members in good standing of his church. They're involved in ministry at his church. They're not under discipline for their unrepentant sin at his church. Because again, as you'll see later, he wants to draw circles, not lines, because he's all about putting butts in seats and not offending people. Andy Stanley, um, and, and this is worth driving home. Before Andy Stanley unhitched himself from the unhitched the New Testament from the Old Testament, and before Andy Stanley unhitched the New Testament from the gospel, he was pro-gay. He was affirming homosexuality before he went wrong on scripture. So this is key to keep in mind. So Andy Stanley does move on to tell his views on sexuality. So he teaches uh, three things on homosexuality. Here they are. I'm sitting out here and I'm a parent or a grandparent. Here's what I'm thinking about now. Okay, Andy, that's fascinating. Didn't know any of that. That sounds pretty good. But, but, but tell me, assure me, reassure me. What do we believe? What does our church believe? In churches our size, you can find individuals who believe just about anything, everything, and nothing. The better question, perhaps, is this question. What do we teach? What do we teach your children, your grandchildren? What do we teach about these issues? And it's the same thing we have taught for 28 years. Nothing has changed. Again, I tell you all the time, Sandra and I raised our kids in these environments. We are thoroughly satisfied customers. I, the thought that somebody is leaving our church over misinformation and pulling their kids out of our fabulous environments, that breaks my heart. Their parents are going to be fine. You can find good preaching you know, just about anywhere. But the environments that we've created for kids, are they are the best. Again, thoroughly satisfied customers. But as it relates to sexuality, here's what we teach. And hopefully you know this. I feel like if you've been coming for a while, there, there should be no question about this, but I don't mind just putting it out there. We teach what I refer to as a New Testament sexual ethic. In fact, I read a whole book about this, The New Rules for Love, Sex, and Dating. My son Andrew calls it Loving, Sex, and Dating. I'm like, that's not the name of the book. It's The New Rules for Loving, Sex, and Dating. Anyway, so from middle school to high school to college to singles to marriage to single, single again, every age and stage of life, this is what we teach. Whether a student is straight or gay or questioning, this is what we say. Hey, if you're going to follow Jesus while you're figuring this out, if you're going to follow Jesus, Jesus, as you struggle with your identity or some of the things you're feeling, as you're, as you're, if you're going to follow Jesus, here's what it looks like sexually to follow Jesus. And the reason your Heavenly Father has called you to live this way is because He loves you. Here it is. It's just three statements. Number one, honor God with your body because 
the Holy Spirit lives in you, and your body is how people know what you believe and where you stand. And your behavior through your body is to exemplify the goodness of God and the grace of God and the love of God. So you always honor God with your body, and you always honor other people's bodies. Number two, don't be mastered by anything. Not by porn. Not by a sexual addiction. Don't be mastered by another person. Don't be mastered by your infatuation. Don't be mastered by your lust. Don't be mastered by anything. You have a master. And he's a king. And he loves you and he created you and he knows what's best for you. And number three, the old-fashioned one. Don't sexualize a relationship outside of marriage. That is so old-fashioned. No sex before married. Well, if you're not married, I mean, who even teaches that anymore? So the first thing that he teaches about honoring God with your body, this is a truism. It's, you know, applicable to the area of sex, but it's applicable to pretty much anything on earth. The second thing he talks about was being the master of your domain, which is just an inferior way to word it than the way that Seinfeld famously did. And then the third way is, you know, don't sexualize a relationship outside of marriage, but he does not define marriage in this section. That comes a few minutes later, but he talks in weasel words. And if you're discerning, if you know his views on scripture, you can kind of cut right through it. So Andy Stanley, I'm going to give you the, the spoiler alert before I show you the clip. Andy Stanley will then define marriage as a, a biblical marriage as a man and a woman but it's based on the cultural understanding, the assumption of the Bible that whenever it talks about marriage, it's talking about heterosexual marriage. It's talking about a man and a woman. So that's biblical marriage. But is that the only marriage that Andy Stanley affirms? Is that the only marriage that keeps in mind the third teaching, his third doctrine on um, sexual ethic, which is, you know, don't sexualize anything outside of marriage. So what is a marriage today? Is it a biblical marriage? And the way he uses biblical kind of makes it seem like a cultural th difference. You know, the culture of the biblical times when he talks about what a biblical marriage is because he affirms homosexual marriages currently. So listen to this clip. See if you can see the bait and switch that Andy Stanley does. We talk about marriage, or we talk about and teach about marriage the same way Jesus and the apostles did. Every instruction in the Bible regarding marriage references or assumes a husband and a wife, a man or a woman. So biblical marriage, biblical marriage is between a man and a woman. We've never shied away from that. We don't change the words that we're not to offend people. Now, here's what may surprise all of us straight people. The gay attenders in our churches, they aren't shocked that we talk that way. They aren't shocked by that. They expect that. They grew up on that. They hoped for that. They prayed for that. They prayed that God would change them so they could experience that. I have sat in groups with, with small groups of gay men, 35 and up to 65. And watch them weep. Because they, have, they don't have family. They couldn't have family. 
They prayed for that and God didn't answer their prayer. And many are convinced that traditional marriage is not an option for them. So they commit to living a chaste life in old-fashioned words. And for many men and men, women who put their faith in Christ, they just decide, okay, I'm just going to buckle down. I'm just going to bear down. I'm just going to be by myself. I'm not going to have family. I'm going to be sexually pure. And many, 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 many do that for long seasons of time. And some, for some, it's, it's, it's their whole life. But for many, that is not sustainable. And so they choose a same-sex marriage. Not because they're convinced it's biblical. They read the same Bible we do. They chose to marry for the same reason many of us did. Love, companionship, and family. And in the end, as was the case for all of us, this is the important thing I want you to hear me say. It's their decision. Our decision is to decide how we respond to their decision. Our decision as a group of local churches is how are we going to respond to their decision. And we decided 28 years ago, we draw circles, we don't draw lines. We draw big circles. If someone desires to follow Jesus... Regardless of their starting point, regardless of their past, regardless of their current circumstances, our message is come and see and come sit with me. And this is not new. This is who we are. It's who we've always been. And this is why I love our church. And this is why I'm so extraordinarily proud of you. We aren't condoning sin. We are restoring relationships. And we are literally saving lives. So that clip was the climax of the sermon that Andy Stanley gave, which wasn't really a sermon. It was just a lecture on what his positions on homosexuality are, what the Unconditional Conference is. And he wants to go after the sermon vloggers for reporting on this. Multiple times he references the articles that were written about him as fake news. Now this came from the sermon vloggers first. So myself, Protestia, and Dissenter, they went we all went hard after um, Andy Stanley in print. Then there's a lot of YouTubers out there that also went hard on Andy Stanley for this very issue. Uh, my video on Andy, Andy Stanley is one of the most watched videos on this channel. Uh, two of my videos on Andy Stanley, actually. So that much is true. And he doesn't like the criticism. He doesn't like the blowback that he's received. So he's done this lecture, which is transparent of him, but he's also lying at the same time. He is saying, I don't affirm homosexuality. Now, here's all these ways that I do affirm homosexuality. You can be a member of his church. You can be in ministry positions. You won't be disciplined at all for it. You can be married even. You know, you just can't commit good old-fashioned adultery while you do it. And he will throw gay-affirming conferences at his church and then say they're not gay-affirming even though they're completely gay-affirming. Like, the evidence was already out there when we reported on it at the time. And then they have gay married dudes speak at their conference. It's clearly affirming of homosexuality. It's clearly affirming. So, this is who Andy Stanley is. You know, biblical marriage is man and a woman, but, you know, we're not in biblical times is what he would say because he is disconnected the bible from the gospel he's disconnected the new testament from the from the need for salvation and the old testament doesn't really matter to him so he kind of practices a neo-marcionism 
and he doesn't really believe that scripture is authoritative. So what so what if a bi biblical marriage is between a mar a man and a woman? It means nothing to Andy Stanley and it shows. So what he's doing is he's trying to appear orthodox in his theology, in his teaching, while his orthopraxis completely reveals what he actually believes. Everything that he says, but you know, in the beginning and then at the end he completely undermines it. You know, he started off saying unconditional doesn't affirm homosexuality and then gives an example of how it affirms homosexuality. And then, you know, he doesn't believe that marriage is, you know, a biblical marriage is, you know, between two dudes. And then says, you know, but these two dudes are married. Which one is it, Andy Stanley? I mean, don't, you don't need to answer it because we already know the answer. So that's the latest on Andy Stanley. Have a blessed day and we will catch you on the next one. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.